Winter of the Wallcrawler. Welcome back to DQP Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show, where we got you for three minutes of playtime. Wait, no, that's that's the other first Spider-Man movie. This is the second first Spider-Man movie, right? Yeah, okay, sorry. There you sorry. Go. <clears throat> uh, I don't have anything, whatever. Anyway, with me this, this evening is Russell. I wish I knew how to quit you. What? What? <laughs> it's too obscure. Okay. Someone will get it. Thanks. Probably uh, not. I didn't get it. <laughs> that's for the second or the third second Spider-Man movie. Wait, what? What was I supposed to watch? <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to watch Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, Spy- and Emma Stone. Whoa, what? Is it a cartoon? Why no. is there a cat? What? Garfield? You said Garfield. Garfield and Andrew, Spider-Man? Andrew I, I, Garfield. I would watch that. Oh my god. We also have Dave. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I don't know what the hell just happened, but hi. Did you watch the right movie? I did. I can't stop thinking about how Spider-Man called Gwen Stacy Mother Hubbard. Can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> 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 you fucking killed him. <laughs> it didn't yes. make me laugh in the movie, but you made me laugh. Today. He's creaking like he needed some WD forty. I thought you were drinking fucking robot oil, bud. Uh, let me take a drink. Okay. Oh man, uh, we are continuing the Winter of the Wall Crawler with the first Amazing Spider-Man twenty twelve PG thirteen two hours and sixteen minutes. Of hell, um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as three. Um, I don't think it was that bad. No. Um, so this one is a retelling of the origin of Spider-Man again. Um, only this time we hear about the parents dying. Um, and they yeah, worked for. The, it's the other half of the origin, sort of. Like. Well, yeah, I mean, sort of, right? Like, a little bit of it's changed. But, like, so in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 1, we got... Nothing about the parents. Like, nothing about the parents, but everything about Uncle Ben. So we got half of the origin. Right. (laughs) In this one, we got... A little bit... A lot about... A lot of bit about the parents. Yeah. And Uncle Ben never says the the line. He says, like, this, like, three-paragraph version of the line. Yeah, he says, like, a great value version of it. Yeah, uh, the, like, wordy great value version. Which is really unfortunate because it was fucking Martin Sheen. Yeah. It was like, oh, my God, really? Just let him say it. You're going to have Martin Sheen play the inferior Uncle Ben of the two Uncle Bens in the last ten years? Come on, bro. Um, Well, I mean, to be fair... To be fair, that kind of tracks on his parenting skills, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a point where he's like, "You're you you've been a good dad." And I literally was like, "Martin Sheen's never heard that in his life before." <laughs> oh fuck! Whatever happened to Emilio Estevez? What's he doing? I'm uh, not doing the Mighty Ducks TV show. Oh, oh, that makes me sad. He did the first season, I think. And then he's not coming back. Oh, is that. the first season already out? I think so. Fuck, I haven't even watched it. There's too many things out this quack, winter. Quack, quack, S- quack. Speaking of quack, sorry. Uh, TikTok and uh, Mighty Ducks, I saw somebody doing the whole mall skate scene in a, uh, what's the kid's name, Conway? Uh, Con- in, yeah, yeah. in a Conway jersey and like <laughs> jean codes. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> dude! It, rollerblades in in the same mall, like it was it was fucking great. That's it's like amazing. W- uh, actual worthwhile reel or TikTok, TikTok, whatever it was. Anyway, this Spider Man retelling of the origin, 
add in the parents. They worked for Oscorp with Curtis Connors. Uh, Doc Connors is the bad guy. He becomes Lizard Man, only it's like weird amphibian gecko snout Lizard Man instead of alligator snout or monitor lizard Lizard Man. Just sad. He doesn't wear the purple pants, which, you know, green guy in purple pants, maybe they thought he was going to get confused with the Hulk. But, dude, Lizard Man. Fucking lab coat and purple pants, bruh. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know much about Lizard Man, but that's the one I know. Yeah. Um, uh, it's basically uh, the same, same story as the other one, uh, but instead of MJ, you get uh Gwen Stacy and um what's his fuck is her dad Dennis Leary Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary Dennis Leary's uh Captain Stacy and well is he a captain he is the captain he doesn't act like a captain sort of I don't know it's weird they don't under I don't I feel like in this one they didn't understand how the hierarchy of a police station works <laughs> I feel like they didn't understand a lot in this movie <laughs> like how to make a movie yeah um i don't think it was that bad you say that every time and then by the time by the end you're like you guys made a lot of good points sticking to my guns i'm gonna stick to that bad. i'm gonna vote the way i was gonna vote anyway but you might be right that this is a bad movie but i still love it I, I mean, like I, didn't, like, I also didn't love it either. Like, I just kind of yeah. had it on. Gen- I watched it. Generalization of your opinions. I'm I mean, not yeah. trying to, like, scope you exactly. Put me in a box, Shane. That's actually probably to. the best way to explain this movie is, like, this is the most generic, super fucking hero movie yeah. you can make. Yeah. Um. Like, I don't know. Whatever. He fights fucking Doc Connors the whole time and, like gets Gwen's dad killed and makes he promises at the end he, he promises uh Dennis Leary that he's not going to date Gwen to keep her out of harm's way and he keeps telling everyone who he fucking is which is weird um he doesn't yeah. ever wear his mask cuz he's, he's like, pretty yeah he's like oh man we got to see his face he's um, also like 45 and he's like trying to be a <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> high school student, high school kid. Yeah, um, who's like not even like it. It wasn't even like senior year because like they go back and it's like almost like they go back at, to another year of high school at the end. Yeah. So like, her dad dies and he promises he's not gonna date her anymore because he's gonna put her in trouble. And like he doesn't go to the funeral. So like the very first hump, like the hardest hump, I feel like, of of the whole thing is not going to support her at her dad's funeral, right? And then she just goes to his house and is like, You didn't show up. Everyone else fucking showed up. And he does the second hardest hump, which is like telling her to her face that he can't be with her and all this stuff. Um and she's like, he made you promise, didn't he? And she walks away. And I was like, okay, that should be like the end of it, right? Yeah. But then like they Which keep Go ahead. Was a wonderfully acted scene yeah, on both actors' parts. It was parts. good. Yeah. They were like, they acted that out well. Like I'm going to talk shit about this movie so I got to remember to say the stuff I actually did like about yes. it. That scene being one of the scenes I did like about it. That scene was so wonderfully acted. There was so much fucking chemistry between Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. They had great chemistry the whole like, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good scene. Um, but then like immediately following that scene, they're back at high school for the next year, it seems like. Um, and he's well, like they both uh, turned thirty five. Pro- promises are made to be broken, or the best promises are the ones you can't possibly keep. The teacher says, uh don't, don't make, make promises a promise you, can't, you can't, keep. can't keep. Yeah. And he's like, Those are the best one those are the best kind. And she's like, Ah oh, yeah, we go fuck. Yeah, she said that too. I thought it was yeah. really weird. It for was a really weird movie. for a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but that's the end of the movie. Uh, you know, and then there's the stinger where they're like, "Yeah, stingers are cool now, right?" This is four years. This is like after Avengers. <laughs> we should do stingers, I think. Uh, and they're like, you know, they do a stinger where they're putting. Connor's in jail and he's still got some lizard skin on his neck and nobody seems to notice that this guy that turned into a fucking lizard has a big green spot on his neck. Um, and they just put him like a regular fucking jail cell. And then, uh, immediately afterwards he starts talking to some guy that was already in there and nobody notices. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's uh, I don't know, whatever. It's something about Peter knowing about his parents or Green yeah. Goblin or the, some shit. I don't know. The character is the man in the black suit <laughs> who is actually from the comics, who is actually part of Peter's origin, has to do with his parents and right. all that stuff. Yeah. So, cool. Congratulations. You use the character in a manner in which suits it. Yeah. Which suits it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Alright, we're to the movie, right? Because, I mean, I feel like that's pretty much the plot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... Wizard Man was gonna, like, make all of New York into lizard people and... Yeah. Gwen and Spider-Man stopped him. Liz- lizard York sounds kind of cool, though. What? Yeah. Dumb. It's a, it's a, that's an actual Lizard Man plot. Yes, dumb. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I didn't say it's it like, was a good Lizard Man plot. Yeah, but it's, it's just like the stereotypical villain plot. Yeah. So, like, I figured this thing out. Oh, they, I did this thing to they, myself. Oh, I'm going to do it to everyone else. Something cool. that we, we talked about. Batman yeah. 1. Yeah. <laughs> something that they've talked about, uh, a lot recently uh, in some Spider-Man interviews about the No Way Home um, was mustache twirling the villains, which is something we've talked about too on the show. Yeah, um, they basically turned a actually interesting character in uh, Connors uh, into a mustache twirling villain. Like, yeah, because he literally goes from like I just want to regrow my arm and help people to. I'm gonna fucking turn everybody into lizards and that'll be perfect because I'm a lizard and lizards are perfect for some reason. Yeah. Lizards. <laughs> lizards, yeah. I, I own Stuff. a lizard and he is not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because, um, like, Connor's in the comics and in, like, the cartoon and in some of, like, the video games and stuff um, is, is actually an interesting character. He's a family man. He yeah. like he is desperately trying to fix his uh his handicap, but he's just like a scientist, right? Yeah. And he's you know, working on this stuff and he does get a little bit uh overzealous because he's trying to fix his arm. Um in the cartoon, he's also trying to help Spider-Man, but anyway, um and basically, you know, as things happen, science goes wrong and uh, he becomes a lizard man. And the lizard man is not Kurt Connors in a lizard body. It's an unthinking lizard yeah. 99% of the time. It just wants to cause fucking havoc. Um, sometimes Kurt does come through a little bit, yeah. um, usually to stop it from killing his fucking family or from killing Spider-Man when he gets his mask off and he's like, Oh, Peter, I can't kill Peter. I love Peter. Yeah. Um, yeah. lizard man is like an apex predator. Yeah. Um, but like when the, the interesting part of his character is the dichotomy of Connors and lizard man, where this movie was just like, nah, Connors just becomes a villain. As soon as he gets a taste of the power of being yeah. Lizard Man, yeah, no, fuck that, fuck that, like interesting character shit. We don't care about that. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> yeah. Lizard Man is basically like a uh, Mr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde and Mr. What? Doctor Jekyll, Dr. And, Mr. Jekyll Hyde. and Mr. Hyde. Like, Mr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, anagram. Doctor Hyde. Like he's not. I don't know. It's just it's fucking what. And then his face looks stupid. Yeah. Like, who designed that? I don't know. What were they thinking? I'm real sad that they're using that design for the new movie. Oh, are, are they? they? He looks like he has more of a snout. In the... mm, does he? I thought it did. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, Also, you have this days. amazing actor. Yeah. Like, playing Kurt Connors. Fuck. It's wonderful casting. Yeah. Great casting. Yeah. I uh, agree. What the fuck's his name? Oh, Riss... E fans, I can't fucking say his name. <laughs> Is it Reese? Nathan made a lot of uh, Reese fans replacement Reese jokes. Fans. Yeah, yeah, uh, he did. While we were watching, <laughs> while we were watching it, because he plays the uh, replacement kicker in the, the replacements, replacements yeah. starring Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Um. Wow. 
But yeah, so then, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that covers Lizard Man, right? Any other thoughts? <laughs> I, it was pretty shit. <laughs> Do you like Lizard Man, Dave? Uh, he was okay. I will say that the effects, other than the actual design, the design was lacking, but the performance of the effects was good. Yeah, even like, still now, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is like nine years later, it, it so that's interesting. good, except it didn't look good. <laughs> it was convincing. It was convincing. It was convincing that there was a fucking fugly-ass dinosaur man walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I applaud her. Good job. Yeah. Like I Gwen Gwen's a character that I like. Um and I thought that she did like a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, she was a bright spot in the movie, I think. Yeah, yeah I do too. Like it's Emma Stone, like always is. Like she always shows up like she's fucking like She's a good actress. She I'm ex I want her to do more like critical roles. Mm. Um just because like I think she has such range and we see such range out of her that like I think you know, eventually we're gonna get like a, a Emma Stone Monsters Ball type fucking thing. She's mm. not in Monsters Ball. I'm using Monsters Ball as like yeah, the no, reference. like a a a movie that is not a action comedy or a comedy or a comedy drama or a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a critical drama. <laughs> Yeah. This is what I want to see her in. Because uh, I think that she would just fucking do outstanding. Um, I did want, and like not specifically just because she naturally has red hair. Like that's not just why. But I did want her, and I still even after watching this think that she would have made an amazing Mary Jane. Yeah. She does really good as Gwen. I think her personality would have suited Mary Jane better. Um, yeah, an actual Mary Jane, not a. Oh no, I'm in trouble. Yeah, Mary Jane. yeah, like a like a real real Mary Jane, like, um, you know. But I mean, this is what we got. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't happy about it in 2012, and I'm not happy about it now. But whatever. I love Emma Stone. Yeah. I mean. I don't have a problem with her. I just mean the movie in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's so, I mean, she's so fucking charismatic. Like, it's hard to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't imagine there's anyone out there that, like, dislikes her. She should come on the show. Yeah. Emma Stone, you're welcome to come on the show anytime. Just shoot us an email. DraftEQ at gmail.com, and we'll get you the details. We can't yeah. afford to pay you anything to come on the show, but... <laughs> we can get you, like, pizza or something. Yeah, we could probably get you some pizza. Um, hot dog and a handshake. Yeah, it's like an indie wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I want to talk about one of the things that we were so happy about in the last series uh, that I am not happy about in this series. Um, which we talked a little bit about it was uh, Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Yeah. Um, fantastic casting. Yeah. So what happened? Horrible implementation and like, like no, no connection with these characters. Like yeah. Sally Field and Martin Sheen as Aunt May and Uncle Ben should have been amazing. Should have been fucking great. It fell completely flat, and I don't think it's the actor's fault at all. No, like Martin seemed like he showed up. Yeah, he just had fucking garbage lines. Yeah, yeah. and the same for Sally Field. Like, she, there was like some serious like I'm about to ball my eyes out going on in her face several times in this movie at appropriate times, not just randomly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like appropriate like acting of garbage lines, and it's just like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean the di the dialogue as a whole is really bad in this movie. Yeah. But specifically with Aunt May and Uncle Ben, like, it's it's awful. Yeah. Like, they didn't know how to write these characters. Because, like, these are important characters. Like, you can't, like, Aunt May is, like, she, she's not a side character. No. I mean, she in purposes of credits or whatever, yes. But, like, she is a huge part of Spider-Man. Yes. 
Um, and I feel like the the line is so fucking iconic. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Like, it's so iconic. Yeah. Why you go to this dime store version. Yeah. Like, I get... So, we don't... We haven't gotten it yet in the Tom Holland movies either. Yeah, no, we haven't. Right. But, but we haven't gotten Uncle Ben at all. Yeah. Which, so, that's different than just being like, yeah, you said something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We We haven't even fully gotten... A Spider-Man origin with Tom Holland movies, right? Like at all, like oh, he's been like by the spider, yeah, by the spider, whatever. <laughs> Which is this yes, is great okay. because like we're like yeah, we've seen it twice already in the last fifteen years. Yeah. True, it's you, fine. You've done something. You've done once again. You've done a thing right that DC is incapable of doing. Yeah, uh, giving us an amazing character with an amazing actor, rebooting a franchise without having to give us. Th- the origin we already know this is our 17th batman in 30 years we're gonna do the origin again fuck (laughs) yeah so uh yeah i don't i don't i don't get it either like the dialogue with all of aunt may's dialogue was fucking trash there wasn't a single line that whereas like Aunt May in the Sam Raimi movies like is fantastic the whole mm-hmm. time has amazing dialogue every time she speaks like is poignant it's important. is important like it's fucking there like and they're like I just I don't know dude I don't either there were a couple of lines that Martin Sheen had that were funny but I mean that's most of the time Uncle Ben's not there long enough to be funny so like yeah what I, I don't know it wasn't that it I didn't like that it's that I didn't like any of the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, and like the the voicemail feels cheap. Like I like you. This is a thing in movies where like they remake the movie, and because technology has changed, they feel like it would have happened differently. So they change it to insert the technology of the day. And okay, like sometimes you can get away with that. Sometimes it's okay, but like you can't have this important conversation between Ben and Peter through like voicemail. through Ben leaving Peter a voicemail, like fucking melodrama, yeah. right? Like hard, and I just don't like these are professionals making these movies, and I just don't understand sometimes like how they think that these decisions are good. I th- I think one of the things that we need to make sure everybody knows is that part of the reason that this movie was even made was so that Sony would keep the IP. Yes. That is, yeah, this is, that was a big factor in this movie. There's a sunset clause of, I don't remember her five or six years or something. Yeah. Um, and if they didn't put a new movie out, the rights automatically without any reimbursement reverted to Marvel. So they had to make a movie or they were going to lose the rights without any kind of uh, compensation. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, I, I, and I do feel like that played a very large factor into this, this, the way this movie was made and the script probably being rushed. And yeah, because like the script is just like, what? Mm-hmm. So, Andrew Garfield. Oh, okay. We're, we're at the headliner. Do you, do you have any comments on what we've covered so far? I mean, <laughs> I watched this movie. <laughs> I liked it, but I didn't love it. I don't know. I just it was just kind of on. Yeah. I don't know if it was the mood I was in or not, but it's just like it was Spider Man. So I'm like, yeah, I'm entertained. Yeah, but I really didn't. I don't. I don't think it was the mood. Like, I mean, I feel the same way. Oh, okay. So never mind then. Like, yeah. it wasn't it, the mood. The, like when we when we sit down and watch a movie. And 95% of the time when I sit down to watch anything, I'm like, I'm watching this. If I'm not, I'm watching this, I'm shutting it off. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it later. Like, mm. you know, so we sat down to watch not it. And I, phone. like, could not fucking pay attention. Mm. Like, I was paying attention, but, like, it was, it took every, like, I was tired after watching this movie because, like, it took every bit of me to force myself to pay attention to this movie. Because it's not engaging. There's no depth. Like, there's no... Like there's 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 no real like connection yeah. like 
yeah between the audience and this movie i feel like which is why i think we had a similar experience like it just feels like it's on it doesn't feel like something you sit down to watch it doesn't pull you in yeah yeah, yeah i totally agree that's it's, really just my take on it yeah it's not i i wouldn't say it's bad I mean, I have said it's bad. This is my personal opinion. But from like a critical standpoint, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. It, But it's just a movie. It is yeah. mediocre at best. Yeah. Like, and so, which is fucking insane to me. Because like, I actually like Andrew Garfield. Um, like, I like him in a lot of stuff he's in. He plays like a, he plays the, uh, he plays the guy that gets ripped off by Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network. Okay. And a great world. Let me make sure I'm right. I thought I, yeah. thought, I thought you were right. Yeah. So um so and he's great in the social network. He's he's in a couple episodes of Doctor Who. Uh <laughs> he's great in those. Like he like I it's not that I dislike him. Like I just he's like too cool to be peter yeah yeah like he's too he's too chill like he's his, his vibe doesn't fit the persona of peter yeah and so like watching peter skateboard around and like be like the outcast cool kid not be like the outcast nerd like is not in my it's like it's not I, in the spider-man lexicon yeah 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 it's not like, does Peter end up being cool? He's, like, kind of cool in college because he's, like, chill and he's more confident, but he's still, like, a dork. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing about Andrew Garfield as Peter that's dorky. Like... Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, him him sticking up for the kid that's getting... that Where Flash is, like, rubbing that kid's face in the... Uh, food. Food. Yeah. Um, Like, him sticking up for that kid. He didn't even have to muster up the courage to do it. Like he just gets louder. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there yeah. was no like that Peter wouldn't do that. Peter would see it and be like, Oh I gotta say something and like, you know, he would like take a minute to like yeah. really get into like the time of saying something. And yeah. yeah, like Peter would put himself in a situation to get beat up for, you know, a smaller kid, but it would like, take so, him a second. Yeah, it would take him a second and he'd have to like build himself up to it. And like that scene and could have been better i will say one of my other favorite scenes in the movie is after uncle ben dies yeah and he's going to school you like because flash has been like a pretty shitty bully and he's not even really bullying peter though he's like bullying everyone else and he like comes off like he kind of likes peter but he then when that the scene after uncle ben dies and peter's in school and Flash, like, comes over to talk to him, and Peter's like, I'm not in the mood, Flash, and, like, pins him against the locker. I really liked that scene. Yeah. I thought both actors did a really great job for that scene. Like, that that was pretty good, because it's, like, it gives Flash a little bit more, like, depth to, like, you know, because he's, like, trying to go, like, say something nice to Peter, but he's been a dick to him for a while. Right, yeah. yeah. They gave Flash Thompson more depth than they did the rest of the characters in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, three lines. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that is unconscionable in this movie. Like, it's just, like, there's a side character that's the side character of side characters in the 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 Spider-Man origin and he literally poses the the purpose of being the first fight that Spider-Man gets into after he gets his powers. Yeah. Like that's the point of Flash Flash Thompson in the origin of Spider-Man, right? And he had more depth than every other fucking character in the movie. Yeah. And it's like who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> Who the fuck wrote this? Like, what the fuck, man? That's what bothers me about this movie. That and fucking the lack of a snout on Lizard Man. <laughs> yeah. All valid. Uh, one of my other favorite scenes is when he is Spider-Man with the car thief. 
the car <laughs> the car thief thing is so that's oh no <laughs> so so it's, it's it's pretty much universal at this point. I've seen a lot more people talk about it. It's it's not to be a hipster, but it is something I've said since like the since the original three Raimi movies came yes. out and this movie came out. I have said, and I will give Andrew Garfield credit for being a fantastic Spider Man. Like I think he does the role of Spider Man really well. Mm-hmm. And Tobey Maguire did the role of Peter really well. For like a movie and a half. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Peter Peter lacked some stuff as Spider-Man. Um, being, you know, super witty. And like he said a couple things. But like a- Andrew Garfield's tone in the Spider-Man outfit is like is really good and i really do enjoy that that those parts of the movie um at least up until the end yeah yeah so like i just don't like there's there's it's all the little stuff like there's a bunch of little stuff in this movie that they just fucking like nailed that makes it even more infuriating that the rest of the movie doesn't work right it makes it really like disappointing like he looks good in the suit the suit looks good he has the fucking great quips um the like you're saying the whole scene with the car thief where the car thief pulls the knife and he's like oh no my (laughs) biggest weakness three inch foldable pocket knives I also uh, liked when he's saving the little kid in the yeah the car. That was that was a cool scene. Yeah, that was a good scene too. Yeah, so he's a good Spider Man. Yeah, but like they spend a lot of time on Peter, <laughs> you know, and it's like which that's not a problem unless you make the Peter parts really shitty. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just like the the movie's like soulless and. Yeah. yeah, there's 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 not enough emotional impact from this movie. Um, like, there's more emotional impact in the campy Raimi movies. Yeah, which like this movie also feels like a teen drama, like which would be okay. But there's also nothing iconic about it. Like, it's this is this is a superhero movie that came out after superhero movies became huge. Yep. So mm-hmm. talk about dropping the fucking ball. Like it just there's nothing iconic in this movie. Whereas like you got so much iconography out of the Sam Raimi movies with Spider Man that like you, you have to follow it up with like you have to go bigger, at least as far as like making the character larger than life. And they just failed yeah um they tried to recreate the uh amazing scene from the first or the second spider-man movie uh, Mm -hmm. where he goes against doc ock to stop the train and then all the new yorkers help him yeah um they try to recreate that with the c thomas howell character um who is the kid's father jack um yeah and they do the the crane thing yeah. And it's like they're they try really hard to do that that same like uh New York loves him and they're gonna stand behind Spider Man, but it falls flat because yeah. it, it's takes it's so ridiculous. This kid that he saved like at the beginning of the movie, his dad just happens to be some kind of contractor that like can get every fucking crane operator who happens to have a crane every two blocks of this one street in New York (laughs) to put their crane, the jibs over fucking sixth Avenue or whatever the fuck the road was. And it's like, this is super far fucking fetched, bud. Like what in the fuck? It kind of felt like like a video game. Yeah. That's what I said when we were watching it, man. (laughs) I was like, yeah, they just set up the fucking swinging thing from the video game. You got like 30 seconds to get to Oscorp before the thing goes off and you got to get there and stop, stop lizard man. Yeah. Which like I, I could suspend the disbelief of how ridiculous it is that the kid's dad is a contractor Mm -hmm. and, you know, like it's just like this weird happenstance, serendipitous. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, all of those cranes are attached to buildings, which he could also, like, web sling between. Yep. 
And like the problem isn't that he doesn't have anything to swing between. The problem is he has a flesh wound on his leg. On his leg. That which stops him from swinging. effectively swinging. <sighs> yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you use your whole body to swing, but like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Peter's like, and then, like, you were saying earlier, like, you know, to kind of wrap it, wrap us back around, like, Peter's a douche, like, in this. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not even, like, it, Peter Parker, which also might be part of the problem with Andrew Garfield's Peter. Is that like Peter isn't likable? Like he has like a few moments where you're like, ah, oh, Peter. But for the most part, you're just like, uh, and like Peter does get distracted and he has problems with like his aunt and you know, yeah, what she he wants. Forgets, like he forgets stuff. Like, he forgets to bring the eggs because he's like saving people, not because he's and an asshole, inconsiderate douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which like he wouldn't forget. Peter wouldn't forget the eggs. Like a. Let's let's resolve that. Like Peter That's true. would not he forget, wouldn't the, forget eggs. the eggs. The eggs would get broken. The eggs would be broken, or he would be super late bringing the eggs. But yeah. he would not forget the eggs yes. because Aunt May asked for the eggs, and Peter would not forget the fucking eggs. Right. Yes. After so, like there, there's the Sam Raimi part where uh, Peter forgets he's supposed to help Uncle Ben paint, mm -hmm. but that makes sense. Right? He's just discovering his Spider-Man powers. It's part of his origin. He gets a little distracted. He forgets he's supposed to come home and paint. And he's he's just late. He's yeah, not... he's just late. Yeah. That's also before Ben dies and May's alone. Right. After Ben dies and May is alone, he, he will not forget those yeah. fucking eggs. No. You're right. Characterization, it's important. It is important. But Especially he did bring the, the eggs. Things. Yeah, After, like, is... the third time he came home without yeah. him. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I, I, did, I didn't find Peter likable, and that's, that might be part of the problem with Garfield's Peter. Yeah. Other than, like, being slightly cool and skateboarding around school. In 65. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be Spider-Man because I'm 65! 65! There's a lot of words to fit into that. <laughs> yeah. I can't drive. It's like 16 words. Do you have a spider spider thing? fact? Uh, do you mean webs of wonder? Webs, webs of, of wonder. wonder. Yeah, I've got a webs of wonder. Such a great name. I don't know why we can't remember it. I don't know. <laughs> no one likes me here. <laughs> they don't like my genius. All right. So the webs of wonder. Speaking of your genius, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. We all know it now. Spider Household fact. name. Do we, I got a spider fact for you. Yeah. I got a weird Spider-Man villain. Okay. And I got a Spider-Man. Okay. Or Spider-Lady. Who knows? Uh oh. Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be a Spider-Lady this time then. How do you know? Because you brought it up. You're right. <laughs> uh, we'll go with the weird villain. Oh, we're going to do the villain first, we'll not the spider first. fact? No, we're doing this villain first. Oh, okay. Uh, this villain is the walrus. <laughs> All right. Do you know the walrus? I am the walrus. Does he, wear, does he wear a suit? He does. Okay, yeah, I know the walrus. Uh, so the walrus is a supervillain and foe of Spider-Man. He wears a costume that resembles a walrus. Despite being physically strong, he proves to be completely inept at villainy. While most supervillains are interested in stealing money or taking over the world, the walrus is content with mindless property damage. He considered his role as a supervillain as that of a mass destructionist. The man who would eventually become the walrus was once a taxicab driver named Herbert Carpenter. Herbert's uncle, Humbert, Jesus. Humbert a mad scientist slash eccentric, eccentric janitor. <laughs> He's both. <laughs> Uh, used devious experimental technology to endow Herbert with the attributes that would surely make him an, into an eminent supervillain. Herbert, now with the proportional speed, strength, and agility of a walrus, started causing havoc. 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 <laughs> that sounds like a name. Yeah, it's probably a name. Um, he fought the new... His uncle is Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. <laughs> Maverick Havoc. Uh, he fought the new defenders and the second frogman... 
before collapsing. Then he teamed up with the deadly and nefarious White Rabbit. I don't know that one. Oh, God. Forming the Terrible Two. Oh, God. They fought Spider-Man and were easily beaten. One of their common goals was to murder Frogman, who had humiliated them both in the past. However, it was soon revealed that Frogman had little to worry about as the walrus is sort of a supervillain that has to wear Velcro shoes in order to avoid accidentally trying his, tying his shoes together. <sighs> the walrus is not the smartest villain as he tends to make the most stupid remarks which even Spider-Man laughs uncontrollably at. <laughs> allowing the walrus to punch, to punch him and knock him down. <laughs> That's a power in and of itself. Yeah, right? Uh, the fact that the walrus also wears a large rainbow W on the front of his costume also tends to make his enemies laugh at him. So that is the walrus. So we usually talk about a lot of the great, wonderful, iconic stuff from comic books. Mm-hmm. And There's a lot of dumb shit. Neglect the fact that a lot of it's terrible. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so thanks, Dave. You're welcome. All right, I got a Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Lady. Spider-Person. Oh, we're talking about May Mayday Parker. Oh, okay, Mayday. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's the daughter of Peter and Mary Jane mm-hmm. Parker. In the future, In the future, alternative universe continuity. Uh, Peter and Mary named their daughter after his Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. In the MC2 continuity, I don't know what that is. MC2? There was a... There's been a bunch of different like publications that they did, so there was like an MC2 uh, okay. like, limited series or something. I don't remember. But I don't... It should say like what Earth it is, but it probably doesn't. Um... Not that I had. But anyways, in that continuity, they were reunited with their baby girl by Kane, who found the child living with Allison Morgan? 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 The con artist who kidnapped the baby on the instruction of the Green Goblin. Okay. After they reunited, Peter lost a leg during the horrific final conflict with the Green Goblin. Okay. Uh, after the battle, Peter was offered a bionic replacement from Mister Fantastic, but considering it as a considering yeah, considering as a wake up call, decided to retire and focus on being a husband and father. Um, for years they chose to keep their past from May and hoped that she wouldn't develop powers at her on of her own. Mm-hmm. Despite her parents' hopes, however. Uh, May began to develop uh, developing versions of her father's spider powers when she was 15. At, at the same time, Normie Osborne, <laughs> grandson of the original Green Goblin, yeah, uh, set out to restore the family name. May donned Ben Riley's Spider-Man costume to stop him and soon took to crime fighting, at first hindered, then helped by her worried real parents. Uh... The Ben Riley costume from when Ben Riley was the only Spider-Man. Is that the hoodie? No. no. So the hoodie one is when he was Scarlet Spider. Oh, okay. The Ben Riley Spider-Man costume is more like the one in this movie. Um, okay. It's got like the finger thing like around his middle two fingers where it's it's got the red with the webs. Uh, because, okay, so like the original Spider-Man costume has like a big V on the front and like which goes down to like a belt looking piece that goes around the back his whole ass and legs are blue and then he has like the red boots with the webs oh okay so like the the and then like so the torso is like the belt it's not actually a belt but it looks like a belt made of the red and goes to a v that goes up his his torso and then down his shoulders down his arms two gloves so it's okay. like a stripe down the top back side of his arms of red, and then the underarm and under on his ribs down to his hips is blue. Okay, all right. I think I may have seen that. That's well. That's the that's the regular original costume, right? Okay. Um, the Ben Riley one is different. It has like two blue fingers, uh, like almost like fingerless gloves, or like the like a. Uh, uh, like snooker gloves or something okay. like uh, pool billiard gloves yeah, yeah. Um, where like two fingers are like out 
but they're blue instead of out, actually out. Okay. Uh, and I think it's the middle middle two fingers. Um, and the spider on the front is bigger and is and like wraps around or something. It's it's just a different suit. You'd have to look at it. Hmm. And I think he has like the web shooters are on the outside and they kind of just look like the big oval pieces like strung out on his wrist. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's a neat suit. You Mayday wears the basically the same suit. Well, obviously, like tailored to a female, but right. Huh. <clears throat> I didn't know that, but I knew I learned about Mayday. Yeah, I guess uh, oh, Mayday is better than the version that uh, where Mary Jane dies because Peter's semen is radioactive. What? <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> that was my spider fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I do have a spider fact. Do you ready okay. for a spider fact? Yeah. No. There are approximately over 30,000 different species of spiders currently known. You just fucking How? blew <laughs> Russell's mind. <laughs> I'm not done. However, some scientists believe that there are a lot more to be discovered. And you know what? That's still my joke. (laughs) (laughs) Stepped on my joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're spooky. (laughs) I'll steal all your jokes. You will. (laughs) Curse you, Shane. (laughs) No, I'm a super villain. (laughs) Toy your mustache. Hmm. So is that it for the Webs of Wonder? That is the Webs of Wonder. Tune in next week when we talk about another weird villain. Sweet. I like the weird villain shit. It's like I've, I've seen a lot of them, but I don't know a whole lot. Because right. it's usually just like in a cover or I was like flipping through something. That like I saw, I've, I've looked through a shitload of old comics yeah. that I didn't have time to read because I was at like a... Um, we used to go to these... Uh, uh, what the fuck are they called? Like consignment things, a swap meet. Like yeah, like a swap meet, like Trader Joe's and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or Trader Bucks, Trader Bucks, Tra- Joe's Trader Joe's, the Joe's fancy place, is a f- fancy uh, grocery store. Um, but like we used to go to those uh, around my parents all the time, and there would always be some place that just had a bunch of fucking comic boxes, and just they like were all loose comics, all loose like old fucking like eighties, seventies maybe some 90s but like mostly like 70s and 80s books and i used to like look through those and like see all kinds of weird random shit and be like i don't know what the fuck this is i'm gonna (laughs) buy it mom give me two dollars no get back over here fuck damn it buy a random comic book i'll see you later (laughs) bye see you later bye We got time for the corner. Oh, shit. I forgot I got two bits on this show. (laughs) I got too many powers. The proportional strength of a walrus. (laughs) I just had the proportional body type of a walrus. (laughs) You got the mustache, bud. I do got that mustache. You guys ready for the Dave's Trivia Corner? Dave's Trivia Corner! Where the point of this corner is to say... Ooh. Neat. Damn right. It's going to be real neat today. Oh, yeah? You guys are going to say, ooh, neat on everyone. Are we? Or are these facts about the Amazing Spider-Man movie? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One of these times, I'm going to do a different movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When first wearing the Spider-Man costume, Andrew Garfield admitted to shedding tears. I mean, that's fair, man. Ooh, sweet. (laughs) <laughs> I'll take it, put it on the board uh, During his breaks Andrew Garfield went around New York playing basketball with kids In his Spider-Man outfit That's that's kind of cool Ooh, sweet Still gonna count it <laughs> Ooh, fast feet <laughs> <laughs> Counting that as double uh, released during the 50th anniversary of Spider-Man's first appearance in comics and 10 years after the release of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. 2002. Mm-hmm. 
Um, in this film, Spider-Man uses artificial devices to shoot webs inspired from the original comics where he possessed similar devices for his webbing. Only later he would gain the superhuman ability to shoot webs. Ooh. Mark Webb explained the web shooters were a creative decision to showcase Peter's intellect. He wanted to emphasize that these are the things that Peter Parker had made and that he is special himself, even if he feels like he's an outsider. I agree with that. Yeah, which is something they got right in this that I don't feel like they highlighted enough in the Raimi movies is how much of a genius Peter Parker is. Yeah. Because he, like, impresses fantastic sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's fucking smart. Like, yeah. he's, yeah. Um, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield began dating during filming. Aw. Sweet. Boom. Counting it. Um, after Dennis Leary was cast, his friend Jeff Garland, a Spider-Man fan, said, I knew you would get the part to which Leary replied, why? Because I'm such a great actor? He said, Garland then said, no, because you look like just like Captain Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, before filming, uh, Reese Rice Iphons, whatever we want to say yeah. his name. Sorry. Email us your the video of you video saying your name. Yeah. yeah, thank you. You're welcome. DraftQ at gmail.com. Um, he researched his role by meeting several real handicapped people who have who had missing limbs. He also spent one month performing his daily activities using only his left hand, including tying a tie. The script had a small snippet written where Connors ties a tie, but it was not filmed as too much. It was too time consuming. He went through all that trouble. To play a shitty version of that character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I got a few more. Okay. Uh, this film marks the first time Dr. Kirk Connors became the lizard on film. Although Kirk Connors appeared in Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3, played by Dylan Barker. Barker. Baker. God damn it. Dylan Baker. The character never became the lizard despite some strong hints and was set to become the lizard in some script treatments, but were never greenlit, greenlighted. Mm-hmm. And then I got one more. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. On selecting Andrew Garfield to play Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, director Mark Webb said, though his name may be new to many, those who know this young actor's work understand his extraordinary talents. He has a rare combination of intelligence, wit, and hum- humanity. Mark my words, you will love Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong, bro. Well, that's all I had for that. Because this has been Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, I like that one. That's neat. Ha, you said it. <laughs> I said it. All right, let's rate this. Um, I'm going to give this a 6.5. I think it it looks good. Um, I mean, except for the design of Lizard. Like, it's super weird because, like, he looks good, except he doesn't. <laughs> It bothers me. It's like it's so well done, but so poorly done. Uh, Garfield was a great Spider-Man. They made Peter smart. The movie is soulless. They ruined Ben and May. Like uh, there's, it's like fucking so heads and tails it's like it's like playing poker and you keep winning blinds but losing big bets that's what this this movie is you know that makes a lot of sense yeah well so i'm giving it a, a six and a half because like they made a movie it has the characters it should have in it the casting wasn't was actually pretty decent um they just fucked it up russell you rated this movie higher by 2.5 whatever the fucks we're rating them by uh, than I did. I'm going to give this movie a 4. I have to Damn. rate it lower than The Incredible Hulk because I would rather watch The Incredible Hulk again. 
I don't know. I haven't watched that since we watched it like two years ago for the second episode of DQP Does the MCU. Mm. Hmm. You don't rewatch it every time you watch the MCU movies? No, because I it's not on Disney Plus, and I actually oh, would yeah, have to not. bust out my Blu-ray, my yeah. like special edition steelbook Blu-ray of a movie I don't even like. That's also more work than I'd be willing to do to watch that movie. Uh, that seems fair. Thanks for so getting I, me that for Christmas, parents. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the movie as a whole, like, the tone is pretty, like, the tone is consistent. I will say that. I just don't like it. Uh, <laughs> the pacing, I didn't love at all. It's, they didn't know how to make a two hour and 16 minute. Mm-mm superhero movie sure. even though there's been multiple ones already had been made by the time this came out <laughs> so I, I don't know i don't know um so i wasn't into the pacing i didn't i didn't like the way i didn't like the plot i just it's just so fucking generic like this movie is so unoriginal i can't even like i can't rate it higher than a four um because a, a large part of my a, lar- a large part of my ratings have to do in part have to do with like the originality of the idea and or inverting or subverting the originality or the original idea so like taking a thing and changing it to make it your own is okay as long as you like put thought into it and do well and you had a purpose behind doing it like hey this is a cool story that was already told but what if it was told from this character's perspective or what if it was told with the inclusion of these ideas or let's go a little bit more uh meta or let's let's add some more thought process to the motives of these characters like that stuff is okay when you're like adapting a previously done idea not when you're just like money grab making a fucking movie just to make the movie like i don't i don't i don't know it's not it's not bad but it's it's there's also nothing special about it i guess is how i feel overall Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna give it a four all right dave what do you got i feel sort of similar to russell i'm gonna give it a six though i mean i watched it it was a movie. Spider-Man was in it. He was doing spider stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. I like Spider-Man. But that's really about it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I wasn't angry that I watched it. But it was just kind of there. So I give it a six. All right. I just want to point out real quick. We were talking about this coming out after Avengers. I mean, obviously there wasn't any time for them to react to Avengers because it was literally almost two months to the day. Cause Avengers came out May 4th of 2012. This came out July 3rd. Um, but you had Iron Man, Iron Man two Thor, uh, incredible Hulk, Captain America, first Avenger before the, before Avengers. So you had, plenty of and i mean you could have made it more like the first three first two spider-man movies yeah and it would have been better than it was but uh anyway that's gonna do it for this for this episode about the amazing spider-man from 2012 uh this has been dqp does our fourth installment of the winter of the wall crawler that's right uh, next week we are going to do the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Fuck! Yay! I've actually never watched that one. I've never watched the whole thing. I've seen a bunch of parts of it. Oh, get I've... ready for me to rate it a two. Damn! Wow. I also have never seen Homecoming. You're missing out, bud. I'm about to watch it. Fuck! Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hmm. Do I just give the fucking dime store version? Yeah. Fine. Where'd it go? You are a lot like your father. You really are, Peter, and that's a good thing. But your father lived by a philosophy, a principle, really. He believed that if you could do good things for other people, you had a moral obligation to do those things. 
And that's what's at stake here. Not choice. Responsibility. See, like, why many word when few word do trick? <laughs> This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.